This is the Cellar Dweller Podcast. I am Christian here with Colby. Hello. And tonight we watched uh, a film by Takashi Miike. I believe that's how you pronounce that. Uh, Visitor Q from 2001. And uh, what a ride. The same year uh, (laughs) the first uh, Spider-Man movie came out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I believe, uh, actually... Uh, Interesting to think that these came out in the same year, and I definitely saw the other one in, theater, in theaters. A, a fun fact is that Tobey Maguire was originally supposed to play Visitor Q in this <laughs> film, uh, but when uh, the schedule con- conflicted with Spider-Man, he had to give it up. So uh, Would have changed the movie a little bit. Would have cha- <laughs> changed the movie quite a bit. Jesus Christ. Okay, so yeah, this one's nuts. This is a... Let's give a little background on Mike first before we dive in. Yeah, there needs to be a little bit of context. Yeah, a little bit of context for, for this this kind of movie. What was your first viewing of Mike for the first time? One of his mine films? was uh, was audition. Yeah, um, same. Which, that was mine. which I think we probably saw in the same. Uh, I saw it senior year of high school. I probably saw it a few years into college, but we were both in that phase of horror movie fandom where you just kind of Google the most. Messed Fucked up, up, yeah, disturbing, like disturbing movies yeah. that you can find, and then you just kind of watch those through, and yeah, because that's definitely how I found audition. And uh, uh, horror fans love this. I've learned through uh, a cool thing called the internet. If you're not familiar, yeah, but uh, the Bravo scariest movie moments list. Oh, I used to watch. Those I used to watch the, the shit time. out of that, yeah. and that is also where I found a lot of crazy shit. And audition was on there. And I, and I distinctly remember Eli Roth being one of the guys talking about it. Of course. Yeah, of course. Fuck that guy. But yeah. uh, <laughs> being one of the guys Unless you're listening, unless you're a fan. Unless you're a fan. But but what I was saying with the uh, uh, the Bravo thing is specifically... Oh, yeah. No, but like seeing it on there, because they showed the scene in Audition where uh, the phone is ringing and the bag rolls when you realize that there's someone in there. Yeah. And that like spooked the fuck out of me when i was a kid watching this th- this thing on bravo understandable yeah, yeah. it's not made for kids <laughs> no it's not made for kids at all uh but yeah that's the first one i i sought out and it was the glorious days when movie stop was a thing oh my god and i got a like i got a brand fucking new special edition dvd of audition that i still have with an essay by eli roth in it double disc uh, audition. I bet those bonus features are tight. Uh, I haven't watched a single one, but the, it was great. I really enjoyed it. You're, I watched the introduction. Uh, uh, Takashi Miike did an intro oh, to the good. movie, which was cool. Uh, what was that? So wait, so audition was my introduction, is what I'm. And then what was next? Did you did you go Ichi, Ichi. Killer? Yeah, Ichi Same. was my next one. Same. Which was uh, very fun, but rewatching it now at my age, I don't enjoy it very much. I've only seen it the one time, and I'm I'm good. I think it's. Uh, I watched it a lot <laughs> when I saw. I've watched a lot of. I've seen audition like five or six yeah, times. I've, I've seen audition seen, maybe twice. I've seen Ichi. I've seen Ichi less than audition, so I've seen Ichi probably three or four. Uh, but on the fourth viewing, it got added to Shutter. <laughs> oh, I it, it did. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's so right. I was rewatching it on Shutter, and 
she's like, I'm not into this. Like, this is really just not doing much for me. The effects aren't great, and it's just kind of, it's just It doesn't mean. look good either. It doesn't yeah. look good. It just feels mean. It's so nihilistic. It's just not, it, it's it's not been my, my palette lately. Sure. Uh, but after that, uh, I think it was 13 Assassins. Which, which is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's... W- a fucking masterpiece. It's, it's impossible to mention Takashi Miike without saying that he, the dude has directed... Over a hundred titles. Over a hundred movies, yeah. which is... And, and TV also, TV right? as well. Exactly. A yeah, hundred titles in total he has directed. And fucking Visitor Q just plops out in right, 2001. Right in the middle, yeah. And it's... It's insane that a, a guy can be so prolific and have films like Visitor Q that are as, like, depraved and dark and and then and then have a film like funny was it 13 assassins yeah 13 assassins which is a which is a kind of a masterpiece it's it's a gorgeous fucking rivaling akira kurosawa samurai films yeah and i believe it is a remake if i if i'm remembering that correctly but i don't I, I don't care. Like it's fucking phenomenal. It's awesome and a great and a great rewatch too. Like yes, a truly great re- rewatch. Yeah, the off, last forty minutes are just bonkers. Off, off, uh, off recording. I had said I would I would rewatch Thirteen Assassins before I'd rewatch Seven Samurai. Absolutely. It's just it's there's something about it. it you have to give you have to give your film the, degree back now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give that back when I when I when as I, soon as I got it when I moved back from New York, and people were like, "You didn't even last a year," and I'm like, "All right, yeah, my film degree's done." <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, it, back to Mike, it's like his. It seems like his late period, like the last decade or so, has been so polar opposite. He's done a lot of stuff that's not available to us right now yeah. that I've really wanted to see, like Lesson of the Evil. Uh, about, like, a lot of this shit would not fly in the States, but I guess uh, fucking Japan doesn't deal with the gun violence like we do. If if they do, oh, yeah. correct me, but the Lesson of the Evil is about a teacher who takes it upon himself to... I believe this is the synopsis. Uh, takes it upon himself to uh, correct the bullying problem, so he, like, locks the students in and starts, like, meticulously killing them. Yeah, probably wouldn't fly here. <laughs> huh. And that's like that's like with that's after 2010 I sure. believe. I think that's like a 2013 film. He's also directed I think a kids movie? Yeah, he did a he did this weird ass musical, The Happiness of the Something, um which it's is a, so, like the family name. So bizarre. But which is also apparently crazy and kind of horror-y at the same time. But then he did Blade of the Immortal, which yeah, is based, fucking based on stellar. A manga. He's he's done a lot of adaptations. A ton of adaptations. So the, he's just prolific as hell, but he he is fearless in Everything it seems he is, he'll he, take on any genre, try any style. He will show anything. It, yeah, truly. And and as <laughs> unfortunately as not fun as it is going to be to talk about all of this, we will get into some some pretty disgusting things. Unfortunately, yeah. Again. Uh, Visitor and, Q is not. Let's talk about Visitor Q. Let's talk about Visitor. We Q. just we just watched yeah. it. We we had a little break, and now we are we are kind of we're. We're kind of processing together, I think. Yeah, I had I had seen parts of this prior. I I thought in a fever dream, <laughs> I had seen the whole thing. But upon rewatch, there are scenes where, uh, no, I have never seen that before in my life. So where would you have seen the... me owning it? I think I'd put it on and like drifted. Uh, so there was. I mean, this is 
I'm not proud of this, but there was, I mean, you were, you can attest to this. There was a time in my life where, like, just there would be a good group of people over at my house and I would have some fucked up movie on. That is true, yes. I've been, I've been to these events. You've been, and yeah, and I, apologies to everybody. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I can't say I don't do that anymore because I just did it last Halloween with Kusa. And man, oh man. <laughs> that really uh, changed my girlfriend's opinion on, on me, thanks to that party. But I say all that to say, yeah, so I feel like once I bought this, I probably had it on in one of those type sure. of scenarios and drifted in and out. I, I do distinctly remember the opening scene and I distinctly recall the, uh, not the ending by any means, but close, <laughs> the catalyst to the ending. Yeah. Which, holy shit. Let's... Literally. Let... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish you were lying. <laughs> let's 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 say what we can about visitor Q. Yeah, just, just a just quick plot a, breakdown. A quick, yeah, if you can even call it a plot. All right, I'll take a stab. Yeah, give it a shot. Okay, I. Oh boy. Um. Hmm. So uh, think about parasite. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Just kidding. Do not. That's not fair to Paris. No. They do, they do. Oh boy. Completely different realms. Um, both about family, though. At the end of the day, it's there's all parallels. About family. There's parallels. Dude. It's all about family. So the the gist of Visitor Q is that there. It's a commentary on reality television coming out in two thousand one, and about voyeuristic tendencies, and pulling the curtain back from essentially what is shown as reality and showing what reality actually is it's i really fucking hope that this is not reality for people what goes down yeah. but that's like the, that's like the gist uh, to go into plot details is just to go into the collection of scenes that this movie presents uh visitor q is the is a character within the movie who is not silent but Nobody really knows where he came from nobody, or why he's Nobody questions there, him, really. Or questions him at all. And he occasionally is participating in the events or filming the events mostly is his job. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, yeah, it's about voyeurism. It's about watching uh, people's lives unfold and why we're fascinated with that. Yeah. And showing what uh, the dark side of reality actually can be. That's like the nicest way I can put it. I mean... Yeah, you, I'm glad you started with the analogy because really, if you just said what happened in the movie, <laughs> yeah. it'd be hard to to kind of come back to that and be like, no, 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 this is yeah. what it means. That's what they're saying. Yes, this means what actually happens <laughs> is the movie opens with a uh, found footagees handy cam, uh, security cam type thing, uh, type footage. It's all shot on digital, like yeah. digital handy cam. It looks like camcorders. It yeah. looks. Early 2000s camera. It looks like yeah. early 2000s reality TV. It's really kind of fascinating. It's... it's <sighs> I don't like the word fascinating. I take that back. It, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once... Yeah. You, you would have to defend yourself on that one. I take it back immediately. <laughs> um, so this... Yeah. It's all shot on this technology that was very uh, hyped at the time yes. of the release. And this is actually a part of a film series. We... we figured this out in doing some research the last part of a film series the it's yeah it's the final chapter of a direct to video film series called i believe love cinema all by uh japanese directors and 
Uh, I, I looked into each director, and I didn't see anything by them I recognized at all. So Mike uh, is at least the biggest name within our circles or in the States. Right. Uh, did not yet. Yeah, didn't recognize anything else. But this is... I'm very curious what the other ones were after seeing fucking Visitor Q. Because this thing opens with this scene of what you can okay the opening line of the you, movie you're, you're I, really I'm around it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> i don't i don't like it i don't i don't want to say no it. i don't want to say it either that's why i'm just letting you talk yourself into circles did you write it down the opening line because i remember it but i can't remember one word i think i did unfortunately <sighs> say it. i did say it what is what's the opening line of the movie well it's not even a line it's just written on the screen which is somehow... Oh, no, it is. Oh, yeah, it's text on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we hear anything, before anything happens, it's just text on a black screen that says, Have you ever done it with your dad? And then <laughs> the footage starts Ugh. within this uh, handy cammy type way, and you are led to believe that this uh, sex worker is... Uh, I think the intention is that they are doing role play. That is what we're supposed to believe. Yes. Is that... Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's daddy-daughter role play. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for, is the I gotcha, because the I gotcha is, no, it's not role play, it's actually daddy-daughter, and it's horrifying, yeah. and that's disgusting, and I don't like that I said daddy-daughter twice. You've said it a few times. Well, that's three now. <laughs> If you say four, what happens? Uh, my daddy shows up. And oh. I know. <laughs> that, that'd be weird for everybody. So, we'll... <laughs> uh, it opens with that. So that's what we're given. Yeah. It's, immediately. It's a choice. <laughs> and yeah. it is a... Long scene. It's long, and it is uncomfortable. This is in... This this movie's only an hour and 24 minutes long. Well, yeah, we should say that it's... a. A short movie by movie standards feels very long. It feels a lot yeah, longer. At least two hours. It is technically a comedy that I I understood the humor go like like later. There were certain scenes I understood, uh, but it was not due to the actual concepts themselves. It was due to uh, the execution of said concepts because the concepts are not funny. This is one of those movies, because I, I think we were both on the same page with, like, dark comedies. Like, yeah. I think we appreciate them. I One of my favorite movies of all time is In Bruges. Very yeah. dark comedy. In Bruges is great. I love, like, In the Loop. I exactly. love The Lobster. So many good things. Yeah. This, the Lobster's hysterical. This movie makes me question dark comedies. <laughs> because this is maybe the darkest It's the most. Of it's... comedies. <laughs> yeah. It's also, like, very blunt Yes. In what it's saying. It's uh, not subtle. It's not subtle at all, but I think that is also to its advantage. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why we fucking watched it. Right. Well, so, so continuing on, it's, it's essentially, we get this first opening scene that is just uncomfortable through and through, and then we're kind of introduced to this family, person by person, and then mm -hmm. this family is yeah, just... Yeah, cuts to the mom after the dad and daughter. Yep. Who's getting beaten by the son. Yeah. With, like, um switches like to like beat a rub she's got she's got marks all over her and it's, it's pretty brutal it's just it sucks man yeah this movie's hard to talk about because i didn't enjoy it no like no. i'm not gonna watch it again it wasn't fun to watch and i will not w watch this again i own it if you ever want it <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm good i think all right i think <laughs> you know maybe i'll give it some space all right yeah we'll give it a year 
Yeah, give it <laughs> a year. Maybe, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is hard to talk about because at one point, it, the things that we are shown are really depraved. Yeah. And, like, disturbing. From the get. Like, from, from the very beginning. Yeah. But knowing Mike and knowing that he is trying to say something. And, and the, he's an, a filmmaker. He's, he's an a, artist. He's a true yeah. filmmaker. And he is saying things as far as how, how it's shot, how we see through the the voyeurism of Visitor Q. I was thinking, so I was thinking during the watch, I was like, why is this Visitor Q here? So this this dude shows up to this family, this horrible family. Mm-hmm. By n- knocking the dad out. Yes, with a rock. With a rock. Like, that's our introduction to him. He yep. opens a window when the dad is on, like, a subway or, like, a, a train like that, yeah. of some sort. It knocks him out. And then knocks him out again on his walk home after getting off the train, and I guess he just follows him home. Yeah, and then so he follows him to this house, and then just doesn't really leave, and nobody kind of questions. Nobody just, says anything. He's just this guy. Yeah. He's wearing a very flamboyant red shirt and leather, leather pants. pants. Yeah, and he they're, looks. They're good fucking pants. Yeah, they're great. Uh, great pants. Yeah, great pants. Though I, oh boy, dude, it's so hot right now. I oh, thinking about wearing those leather pants is miserable. Getting the chafes a lot of squeaks. Instantly. Oh, My thighs dude. are too big. You got some good thighs. Though. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Throughout the rest of this movie, this visitor, which I don't even know where the Q comes from, but this unnamed character, just yeah, I think is it's there. QAnon. <laughs> I think QAnon makes sense now because it's watch Visitor Q and you'll understand QAnon. Conservatives would love Visitor Q. Let conservatives me tell would you. fucking love let me Visitor tell Q. you. Let us tell you why conservatives would love Visitor Q. We need Here to get we, we need to get Rush Limbaugh as a guest. Oh my god! And he's already lined him. up. He's lined up. He'll come. He'll come. He's bringing his favorite movie, 120 Days of Sodom. He's a big fan. A huge fan. Loves it. He agrees with the message. Anyway, uh, Q shows up. So so this uh, visitor yeah. shows up and he just kind of never leaves and. He is seen filming a lot of the really gross events that happen, and which so, start with uh, within the household outside of the son beating the mother. Does it start with the lactation? Was uh, it between him and her? You can't just say you gotta explain <laughs> the lactation. I know I have <laughs> got to explain. But yes, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> So, goddamn. So there's an extended scene of Visitor Q massaging the mother's breasts until she begins to lactate. And a lot. There's a significant amount. Like too much? It's projectile all over puzzle piece. She followed a a puzzle trail to a photo of the daughter, which led her to Visitor Q. It was a journey. Yeah, yeah. The movie makes no fucking sense. No. I mean, if it does, I don't care. Like, I just genuinely don't. The movie's not not made to make sense. For sure. If somebody wants to explain it, they can fucking explain it. But I, I would actually love to hear an explanation. Of yeah, somebody somebody put this together yeah. and like let us know. But for me, it's just a collection of weird ass scenes, yeah. which is also what I feel like the point is due to that's kind of what reality television is. It's a mm. collection of weird ass exploitative scenes. So this woman is lactating all over the fucking <laughs> Back house. Back to the lactation. All over the fucking house. And you're like 
Please stop. It's long. It's a long scene. Long, long scene. And all the while, the you're seeing that the son is getting bullied. Uh, the dad is like a failed journalist of some sort who okay, gets yeah. uh, beat up by some street kids and his microphone shoved into his anus. Is that... Are you going to say it like that? Is that how you pronounce it? No. <laughs> a soul? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the English word. He, for it. Uh, this, the, the father is is assaulted uh, by having his microphone shoved into his butt, and it's that's how you say it. It's pretty brutal. He's we we're shown him watching the footage of it in his car alone. It's not like it's, it's really strange. It's very very strange. It's not like by brutal. It's not like gory by any no. means. It's just very bizarre. Uh, you don't see, like, any penetration or anything no. like that. But it's it a lot is, of butt, though. It's a lot of butthole. It's a lot of... Not, like, up close, but you're like, that's that's a dude's bare butthole. I'm surprised they got away with it. Yeah, they had a lot of other shit blurred out. Yeah. But, yeah, that was... Uh, so th- that happens, and then he finally, uh, I guess after getting bullied himself decides to after witnessing his son get bullied take this rage or energy that he has against bullies and uh, channel it into his journalism so he uh, approaches his producer and uh, pitches the story about following his son in the bullying escapades that go on and like that is like the only other side story that's the only plot that's the only plot that's really going on Because then from there, it just unravels. Like, none of it really matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Visitor Q just starts kind of filming endlessly yeah. of all of these crazy things that happen. That what's, what's crazy is about the Visitor Q just filming, like, he kind of becomes invisible to a certain extent. Yeah, because you're just, watching the scene just like He's just kind of like in the background is, yeah. filming. And so, mm-hmm. in my mind, I think, are we supposed to be Visitor Q? Is that the, like... I mean, it's a deep film way of looking at that. I would say that that would probably be like the same way that you would read something like Funny Games. Sure, where we are the spectator. We're the spectator. Interacting with the scene. With the sadism, with the cynicism. Um, Yeah, I would say we're absolutely. As on the nose as it is, I think in 2001, that's not a far fetched statement by any means. Which is interesting to think about because the whole. The like reality TV boom kind of started in 2000, 2001. Like Survivor yeah, like came 90, out, or like ninety nine or two thousand. Whenever Survivor came, yeah, is when that. I mean, I fucking watched the hell out of Survivor. I currently watch Survivor. I love Survivor. You still follow it? Yeah, season forty was great. I've watched a lot of the goofs and gaffs on uh, YouTube, and True, it's the, very fun. Those are very fun. Yeah, we'll get into, we'll get you back into Survivor. For some reason, Survivor... I like a good game show like that. Exactly. Yeah, competition show. Anyway. But Mike got this out early in the reality TV boom. Like, yeah. he said something real quick about it. He also cranks out, like, nine movies a year. True. Who, who wrote this? Do you have... Yes. I don't believe he's a writer. He's not... I don't think Mike's he's not a writer. Uh, Itaru Era wrote this. And okay. he's written a few other uh, Mike movies from yep. what I looked at, but... But yeah, Mike, I don't think... They don't even credit a writer on the DVD case. That is interesting. That's fucked up. That's yeah, so they don't strange. even credit the writer. Wow. Uh, and it says the Takashi Mike film at the, up at the top. 
And we watched the unrated version, correct? It's listed as... It says not rated. It says rated R on IMDb. The disc I have, the case says not rated in bold black letters. And it feels unrated. There's no way this is... Based on what we rated saw, R. it is... The M- they, someone would have had to pay the MPAA if this is actually rated R. Because yeah. if they're going to try to, like, censor Boys Don't Cry, this is <laughs> yeah. way more fucking deprived. Um, yeah, so uh, Visitor Q becomes, like, the spectator in the background, and then it just all unfolds. The the father goes crazy a little bit and winds up killing his producer. And it takes another turn into, <sighs> into honestly, which is maybe my turning point. Yeah, for, for this movie, which is interesting that it took so long. It took so long for something. No, it didn't take so long for something truly heinous to no, happen. It, it happened so, immediately. It happened immediately. It took so long for something. I guess visually, something that made me feel feel gross. gross. And like, yeah, I would agree that this would be because this was the other scene that I remembered. And if I had this on at a party, like I'm fucking sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> my god damn. Uh, Party favors. Fucking okay. The dad kills his coworker. Yes. In a assault, uh, a sexual assault as well. It's it's very disturbing. Visitor Q is filming Visitor the whole Q time. Visitor Q is filming the entire time. Not participating. Not interacting. Just complicit. Filming, as is, are we, the exactly, viewer? Exactly. Yes. Uh, and it it's it's gross. And then they take the dead body back to the house and put it in like this greenhouse type of thing. Like there's a bunch of plants yeah. and. A tarp. And then? (laughs) And then he has sex with the corpse. That's why this movie was on the list. Yeah. Not for the incest. Not for the incest. For for this. It's this scene and the scenes that follow. Like now, like it just goes out of control. It takes a, a hard, hard turn. Hard fucking turn. He. Is uh, performing a horrible act on this corpse, <laughs> and the only way to get through this is by laughing. It's the only way, and uh, begins to note <clears throat> that he is feeling moisture from the corpse, and he's getting more fucking dude he's getting more aroused by it and he puts his hand down i fucking hate this puts his hand down and pulls it back up and it's shit because the body is releasing everything i'm done you did it you did it i got it great job i'm done i don't want to talk anymore (laughs) so so in a lot of these movies as we've mentioned like this is the point where it's like Oh, this is this is another level. Like before this movie, it was before this moment in this like movie. Like it's fucked, but it's gross. It's disturbing, but it's not like stomach churning necessarily this, yeah. yet. This, I'm glad we weren't eating like hot dogs covered yeah. in, covered in crab and shrimp, which we've done. I've You've done. done. <laughs> <laughs> You've done. That's true. During a film, that's true. <laughs> yeah, th- it was bad, man. This is bad. <laughs> I did not. This is the other scene I remembered, but I didn't remember. I didn't remember it in full, and I really did not enjoy. It. No, <laughs> I really did not. It's, enjoy it's it. another too long scene that is is just gross, like truly gross. It's fucking Jesus, and then it just doesn't stop. No, it's 
Christopher Q continues to film. Uh, the daughter returns home. Wait. Well, you see the son again. We think the son is dead for a second. Yeah, because he's getting bullied and forced to poop in front of all the bullies. God, yeah. There's a- for some reason. And then he's just laying on the ground with his pants down, and you don't know why, and you think he's dead, but then he goes home later. There's so much that we're skipping the- over, but there's so much that doesn't matter because of the shit corpse fucking scene. Yeah, chronologically, like, nothing really matters. <sighs> yeah, like, the mom... Okay, at this point, like, the mom and the dad start getting confidence again. Once the mom started lactating, she started getting confidence. Once the dad fucked the corpse until it shit, and then the rigor mortis... Yeah, now I'm just gonna say oh, it. Now then the rigor yes, mortis yes, sets yes. in, and his, his peen gets stuck inside the corpse. Yeah. And I don't... I, I just got a headache. <laughs> I'm upset. Like, I'm not... Takashi Miike is so happy that you had to say that sentence out loud. <laughs> like, we are fulfilling the reasons why he made this movie. It's really upsetting. And then the this the the mom find like <laughs> stump, stumbles across this scenario, and then gleefully goes to the grocery store. It's like reminiscent of the scene in Twenty Eight Days Later. Where they're like so excited that the groceries are in there and like the beautiful music's playing. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that. Her getting a cart full of oil to put the corpse and the dad in a tub full of oil. And then what did she do to. Oh, she gave him heroin. heroin. Oh, yeah. She's a drug addict. We think. We don't don't know know what drug is. We don't know enough about drugs. We don't know enough about drugs uh, to know what it is, but it was injected. And she had been taking it throughout the movie. Yes. Uh, and then he, yeah, he slips out, and like their marriage is rejuvenated. They are, they are in love again. It's they, a story about love. It's about redemption, redemption, and love, and familial ties. Oh, and how important say, family is. Don't say ties like that. Yeah, it's good shit. Then the daughter moves home, uh, and she was beaten by Visitor Q. Well, yeah, she was beaten by Visitor Q, but we also forgot to mention all throughout this, at some fucking point, the mom is lactating again, but in There a, is a second lactation scene. There's yes. a second lactation scene where Visitor Q has a clear umbrella that he's just sitting underneath because the lactation is covering the entire kitchen, as well as the mother is peeing, maybe? I think. It's something. Some liquid is pouring out between her legs while she is also squirting that succulent white milk all <laughs> over the heckin' kitchen. It's, when you say it out loud, it feels like you're making it up as you go. I know, right? It sounds fucking and if insane. I, if I didn't experience it with you, like, <laughs> two hours ago, I wouldn't believe you. But everything he just said Happen. is is true and happens. And like was, verbatim. Was filmed. <laughs> And we watched and it. And we watched it. We, we have a debate it. going on. Uh, Colby believes this movie was unsimulated in a lot of respects. Obviously, she did not produce that much milk. Obviously. We get, but, that, we get that much. But the the initial, lact- like the lighter lactation and stuff, as well as some of the sex scenes, uh, I I believe this movie was simulated. I cannot find any information. There's really the nothing available There's about no this movie. There's no info about this fucking movie. The only thing that we were able to find out is that it was filmed in seven days, which we can tell. Yeah, <laughs> just like we, The Ring. We know. We know that. But yeah, there's not a lot of uh, behind the scenes. We, we really just 
Yeah, the second disc is just trailers. We don't have a lot to go movies. on, so it's 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 tough. It's to graphic. Talk about. It's, it's very bizarre. Uh, there's no there's no linear narrative. There's uh, it's a collection of really fucked up scenes, but I believe that is the point. As the commentary on reality TV being, we're showing both the most glamorized but the most fucked yeah. up aspects but if you really look inward it's even more fucked up than we're actually showing it's exploitative it's voyeuristic it's disgusting it's also pretty funny at times yeah there's I mean, some weird ass scenes of visitor q asking for more food after the mom gets beaten by the sun it's like that is a horrifying sentence that i just said it, there are a few moments, and it's played for fucking laughs yes absolutely and i think you put it pretty succinctly like there's not much else to say after that what i'm curious about is let's look at it in the in the broader context of these kinds of films yeah i feel i feel like there's a lot of similarities with this too i mentioned a couple uh while we were watching it Mm -hmm. there's similarities to this with like funny games like i said the meta the meta commentary yeah for sure um there are sequences that feel like that fucking German movie that I'm blanking on, that, that just genuinely yeah. do, that feel like this really nasty, very, very low-budget schlock, schl- sleaze, yeah. just bordering on... In in lesser hands, it'd be, an e- it'd be what I'd call an evil movie. There are a few of those out there. There are, like the August Underground movies I won't watch, yeah. the fucking, like, Bunny Game I won't watch... I don't even know what that is. There, there's, there's more the 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 vomit trilogy, like slaughtered vomit dolls and regurgitated sacrifice, like that shit. I won't watch. That will be episode one hundred. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. That'll be a Patreon exclusive. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give us some money, <laughs> yeah. to watch that. I have to, I have to, I have to have at least five thousand dollars in savings before I'll watch regurgitated yeah, you gotta sacrifice. Pay for my therapy. You gotta pay for dolls. my therapy. Yeah. Uh, there are those. I learned all of that. All of, I learned about this extreme cinema though through Kim's video mm. in New York before it closed. With I believe that's where I bought Visitor Q. Nice. Uh, but I came across slaughtered vomit dolls and regurgitated sacrifice i did not buy them coward fucking thankfully well because i read the back and i was like oh this is literally just like people vomiting on shit oh this is evil this is evil yes uh yeah there's just this movie isn't quite to that no but in lesser hands in lesser hands i believe but mike knows what he's doing and this is definitely a commentary you can tell it's very on the nose uh, not necessarily in a bad way, but not in a pleasant way. No. Uh, it's not something I would recommend. It's not fun, even though there are laughs, but they're nervous laughs. They're very uncomfortable. Nothing is nothing is kind about this film. Uh, nothing is joyful. It's yeah. Ble- it's bleak. It's been like displayed on the shelf next to my uh, PlayStation for over a year that's true we yeah. almost watched it a couple times we've almost watched it a couple times yeah. and this is the first time and uh i think the only the only people that i would suggest this movie for are people who are already fans of Mike. yeah 100 percent. like that's or, the only i wouldn't even say fan, i mean extreme cinema fans would probably seek it out but i it's not violent it's a different it is violent it's but it's not it's not it's not as visceral as a lot of the movies that we will eventually get to. Yeah, it's not gory. It's not 
fucking a Serbian film. It's, it's not just the subject matter is so. It's it's up. all about taboos. Yes. Uh, while while watching this uh, and reading about it prior, uh, I did think a lot about, and I, I believe you saw this as well. Uh, the recent film High Life by Claire Denis. My sister walked out of that movie. Yeah, I was not yeah. a fan. I I liked it. I know you did. I was not a fan, but not because of anything other than I, I found it boring. Uh, and the way that it tried to tackle taboos, to me, was so on the nose. Whereas this was also on the nose, but done in a way that made sense. Like, I just kept thinking about it because I haven't seen films that literally just tackle taboo like this, sure. this and that did. This is fearless in that sense. Yeah. It, it says what it means as, as soon as the film starts. But it also doesn't need to say it in dialogue, no. whereas that fucking, what destroyed High Life for me was the scene where Robert Pattinson is holding his baby going, taboo, do you know what that means? Taboo. And I'm like, that, fuck off. Like, I know you probably made this for an American audience and we're dumb as shit. Yeah. But I am not, and that bothers me. <laughs> it's like, fucking, oh, I was so on the nose. It really, really bugged me. I get Outside it. of that scene, though, movie's pretty dope. <laughs> that scene really spoiled the movie for me. Uh, but this, yeah, this tackles disgusting taboos. Incest, yeah. necrophilia, uh, whatever the poop play is. Uh, fucking lactation play. Fucking... Uh, it's got a little domestic bit, abuse. It's got a little bit of everything. Got a little bit of a, everything. A dash of everything. Uh, sexual assault, uh, murder, murder, uh, dismemberment. It's it's got all the flavors. Uh, <laughs> it's awful. Uh, but it it wasn't bad. Uh, it was. It, I get it. I get. I, I think. I get what he was going for. I think that's one thing that we can we can look at this movie and say. I get what he was going for. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it per Mm-mm. se. I I wasn't horrified by it. I wasn't very amused. No. I wasn't really entertained. It wasn't, it was hard to watch, but it, as long as it felt when it was done, I was like, okay, I can forget about this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that is also to our desensitized minds. God, that's I would true. not show this to someone that's green in this shit whatsoever. No. Uh, I don't think they would feel that way. Yes. If you, if you are like us and have seen a lot of things yeah. and, and it takes a lot to kind of get to you yeah like it got under my skin for sure, for sure but i can i can shake this off pretty quickly we'll be able to sleep tonight yeah as as strange as that sounds <laughs> yeah, i'm, I'm probably, proud of i'm this. probably gonna sleep great yeah no tonight. i'm gonna sleep very well um maybe get some cookout but but i'm glad we watched it it makes me more interested in watching more of mike's movies obviously we're not gonna watch a hundred movies yeah we've got uh his. we've got a couple of his uh we want to revisit audition at some point yep uh because that's a classic it's, and you it's have a, it's to, a true classic of, of, extreme, of extreme cinema horror, yeah yeah it's it has to be in the conversation so that'll be down the line because we've yeah. both seen it yeah. a few times yeah um gozu gozu was the other one gozu yeah. is one that we're we're, we're both to itching to see too yeah. like we want to check that out especially because because every movie of his is so different yep that it'll make for a, conver- a good conversation to kind of compare it to to this one exactly yeah, and there's if we can get our hands on it, there's a bunch that he's come out with, yeah. uh, like Lesson of the Evil, that we can try to dive into and figure out. Because uh, we we probably won't dive into Thirteen Assassins or Blade of the Immortal; those are a little bit more straightforward. Great movies, type of fair, great, highly recommended. If you have not seen them, go watch them for sure. Specifically, Thirteen Assassins, yes. Blade of the Immortal is fun as fuck. Yeah, uh, very gory, very over the top, but 
really, really well done. Not quite, not quite for this podcast. No, it's not. It's not fucked up enough. No, uh, but that's again our decent. Again, for line. us, yes. But yeah, beyond that, I think we're uh, gonna try to do the house that Jack built potentially yeah. next, which you've seen. Which I've seen, but not the director's cut. And yeah, we're going to get the director's cut. And I believe, the, yeah, the director's cut is now available on Blu-ray. So I was already intending on ordering it, yeah. but that sparked Colby's interest. And I am quite the Von Trier fan, where Colby, I would say, is, how would I put this, not? I'd say that's accurate. Yeah, uh, like at all, almost. I, it's, it's, an, it's one of those things where it's like, I get what he's doing. Yeah. I just don't enjoy it most of the time. <laughs> and your first encounter with him was Antichrist. Yeah. Right? Which, which not, will be on this podcast. Which we'll get to eventually, for yes. sure. And, I and love that. I know you do. And I've only seen it the one time, and I yeah. didn't enjoy it. So maybe the second time will be good. But yes, I think I'm excited about the house that Jack built. Because Me I, too. I enjoy a good serial killer story. Yep. I like Matt, Matt Dillon. Dillon is great. He's been around for so long and he's been good for so long. Yeah. And man. I think I'm I I think that sounds like a good a yeah. good follow up and a good change up to Visitor Q. Yeah, one the one that's not necessarily more straightforward because it's Von Trier, sure. so it's it's still a little uh, disjointed in his style. It's told in chapters. Cool. Or I, I believe in this uh, because it's a serial killer, he calls his kills in, uh, incidents. Interesting. So it's incident one, incident two, and it's split up like cool. that. Uh, but it, that movie, yeah, it gets that. That one's more of a production, sure. More sure. of there's there's a story. We'll probably have a little bit more to talk about. I imagine there's more meat to it yeah. for sure, and more performances. More we'll we'll also be able to dive into more uh, uh, history with sure. it, trivia with it. Uh, I I have a decent background on Von Trier, uh, having studied Antichrist in mm-hmm. college a little bit, um, and doing some literary work on him and papers on him and whatnot house of jack built i feel is one of his meanest (laughs) while also lightest and oddly most accessible while also being disgusting and i'm very curious to rewatch it and see the director's cut so i think that should yeah i think that should be next let's just go ahead and let's go let's put it in in the recording then we can't we can't that'll be that'll be my job is to secure the uh director's cut of house of jack built so we'll do that i'm excited yeah man uh, this is great. I, I will definitely have much more to say on Mike sure. uh, in future episodes. Visitor Q's hard. There's uh, very little about it that I could find that was that I could fact check. Really, I couldn't find anything about the simulated or non-simulated acts in the movie. I'm still saying at least the lactation was fake. At least <laughs> the sex scenes may have been real. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's Cellar Dwellers for now. For now. This is a good one. This yeah. is a good one. So, yeah. uh, thanks for listening, and uh, don't ne- don't necessarily watch this movie. <laughs> no. Check it out if you want, if you're if you're familiar with Mike and want to seek out a really fucking weird-ass side movie of his, check it out. But uh, if if not, and if you're new to more extreme cinema, uh, wet your whistle a little bit more sure. with some other titles before you dive into this yeah. uh, outside of that. Yeah. I think we'll see you next time. House that Jack built on Cellar Dwellers. Bye. Bye.